Zip up, the doctor told the older man. You don't look too happy there, the astronaut said, obliging by zipping his jumpsuit back up. His bright blue eyes twinkled with some secret amusement. The two men, longtime friends, made quite a study in contrasts. Dr. Richard Hellebore stood five foot seven, and while not considered clinically overweight, still exhibited something of a middle-aged thickening of the waist. Most of his short black hair had thinned away long ago. Only forty-seven, Dr. Hellebore had once been married and a family man, but his work and research as a NASA flight surgeon cost him both marriage and children. Sixty-two-year-old Captain Gene Fisher Hall was ex-Navy, reached six-two when he stood up straight, and sported a thick gray-blonde mustache, which matched the wavy hair on top. Still comfortably photogenic for an astronaut, Gene came from San Francisco, but his accent had migrated to a decidedly southern flavor, hard to place, somewhere from Texas to Tennessee to West Virginia. Perfect for a pilot. Gene, I've always told you straight. And I appreciated it, Dick. But you don't look like you've got happy news. So just say it. You're dying. The older man laughed and adjusted his collar. We're all dying, Dickie Bird. Just a matter of time. I'm serious. I know you're serious. He zipped up his cuffs and snapped over the ends, then strapped his big pilot's watch over his wrist. I know you're serious, Dick. Fact is, I know I'm dying, too. I've got NDC. It was just a matter of time before you quacks over here found out about it. NDC was common shorthand for NODC, non-operable dispersed cancer. The medical literature described NODC as a series of new diseases endemic from living in a modern technological age. Exposure to some inadvertent cocktail of environmental chemicals, outgassing of toxins from the warm electronics which surrounded everyone every day, research suggested both had a role. Either way, it was a new, not well understood clinical condition, killing 1,100 Americans a year and some 10,000 around the world. And here was Gene Fisher Hall joking about it. The man who had more time in the Block 700 and 800 third-gen shuttles, and was certainly among the leaders in both orbital and lunar habitat living. All those close quarters with minimal fresh air. Halibor hated to think that Gene was just the first in the astronaut corps. But how could one tell? You know, there isn't a thing I can do for you, Halibor said bluntly. I know. The N.O. stands for non-operable. Dickie, Gene said in a sterner voice. I said, I know. The doctor folded his arms and looked at him for a moment. How long, Gene? The astronaut shrugged and slipped into his flight boots, then velcroed the straps over. Five, six months. You've made four runs since then. Gene held up a hand with all the fingers spread out. Five. That's five A-plus-plus missions, Dickie Bird. So don't you even mention the ground word. I've got to. It's the rules. 
Gene stood up and placed his right hand on the doctor's shoulder. Dick, the rules gotta change. He pointed up at an angle toward the ceiling, but that wasn't really where he was pointing. If we're going up there, we're going up there to live. There's no other way, Dickie. Otherwise, it's just some sort of a temporary fraternity job for hotshot young pilots. Spring break on the moon. Come home and give your mom a moon rock. No, it's got to be more than that. So much more. That's a nice speech, Gene. Rehearse it long? Hellebore asked, unfazed. Because it doesn't change the cold medical facts. We're going to go up there, do our jobs, get sick, injured, even killed. And sometimes we're just plain gonna die. 